Hey, good morning, everybody. Well, that video gives you a glimpse of what happened last week at the Plum Creek Men's Retreat, and I'm guessing that you can see we had a good time there. There was great food and fun and general craziness, but that wasn't the whole story. There was also genuine life change. I want to read part of an email I got this week from a guy who was there. Uh, He said, I found freedom this weekend. It was like the entire retreat was geared for me. I was able to expose the sin in my life that was way overdue. From the speakers to the brothers in my small group, I saw, felt, and heard God. My wife and I are closer. I am removing the angry garbage man from my life. You kind of had to be there to get that comment. And he said... We sat down as a family and made our family mission statement, and here it is. We choose to be, with the help of Christ, fun, loving, honest, trusting, peaceful, respectful, generous, and patient with each other and the world. And he says, thanks so much to everyone who had a hand in this weekend. And I also want to thank those people, everybody who helped plan and execute this retreat, But this man and his family are experiencing something that is true for all of us. Jesus has the power to change your life. It's true for this family, but it's also true for you. If you let him, Jesus will change your life. And that's really what we're about here at Plum Creek. We pray and we work and we long to see more and more lives changed by Jesus. And it all goes back to our mission, the mission of Plum Creek Christian Church. I'm sure many of you could say this with me. It's leading people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. So that's the goal of everything we do. That's why we had the men's retreat. That's also why two years ago this month, our church began a huge undertaking called the Imagine Campaign. Our church is serious about removing barriers that could keep us from accomplishing our mission. And several years ago, we determined that debt was one of those barriers that could hold us back. So that was why Imagine began. That's why hundreds of people here made commitments to give and to sacrifice over and above our normal giving. And now, here we are two years later. And Plum Creek is in a much better position to follow wherever God leads. At the same time, though, we haven't been just treading water for the past 24 months. Imagine also helped us accomplish several important ministry goals. So today, we're celebrating the end of this campaign, and we're going to look back, and we're going to see what God has done over the past two years. We're going to praise Him and thank Him. And then later in the service, we'll, we'll take a few minutes to look to the future, After Imagine, what's next? That's a really good question, and you'll get to hear some answers today. But first, let's back up and let's see what led up to this point. Some of you may remember that this Imagine theme came from a passage of Scripture, from Ephesians chapter 3. In that chapter, the Apostle Paul is writing to a group of Christians, and he says, Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. 
So Paul wrote those words specifically to one church. He was writing to the Christians of ancient, ancient Ephesus. It's almost 2,000 years ago he wrote that. And he, he made reference to the power of Jesus. He said that Jesus had the ability to do more than anything those Ephesians could imagine. But the Bible also says that Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. And that means Jesus still has that same power now. So think about what this means for us. What can we imagine as the best possible future for Plum Creek Christian Church? This would actually be a fun discussion. We could sit down and we could dream about this church making incredible strides at leading people to Jesus and having a huge impact in this world. We could come up with some pretty cool ideas. But you know what? Whatever we imagine, whatever we dream up, Jesus is able to do immeasurably more than that. And why? It's because His power is beyond our comprehension. He's just that far above us. But one of the most striking things about this passage for me is that Jesus has made His power available to us. Paul says to the church, His power is at work within us. Now, is that not a mind-blowing concept? The same power that brought this universe into existence is in me and in every other follower of Jesus. So then, how come we don't always see or feel that power? Well, we do have to remember something. Jesus makes His power available to His church, and He wants to do great things through us for His glory but we have to participate in the process. Every church, every Christian has to say, Jesus, I'm ready and I'm willing for you to use me. So I'm, I'm willing to step out on faith. I will follow where you lead. I will be generous. I will make personal sacrifices. I will live my life on mission. But what happens if a church refuses to participate with Jesus? What happens if a church chooses comfort over faith? What happens if a church chooses to be self-centered instead of being generous? Well, in those particular churches, you don't really see the power of Jesus at work. It's not because of any weakness in Jesus. It's because of a lack of faith and a lack of participation among people who call themselves Christians. But I'm excited this morning because Plum Creek is a church that is willing to participate with Jesus. This church longs to see His power at work within us. And that's not a new thing. Uh, that's been true for years. It's been true for generations. And the Imagine campaign is just the most recent chapter. Back when this campaign started, I knew there would be challenges. I knew that many of us would have to make some difficult sacrifices. For example, some of you took on a leadership role with Imagine. By the way, I want to stop and recognize the Imagine Campaign leadership team. This group put in a lot of work behind the scenes, and most people have no idea how much they did. Brian Peake and Cindy Palatka were the leaders of this team, but many others were involved as well. So I personally want to thank everyone who was a part of that team. 
And while I'm at it, though, I just want to thank all of you who got involved in any way with Imagine. All of you who gave or served or sacrificed. See, your generosity is the evidence that we really believe this stuff. Your generosity shows that there is a group of people here who love Jesus more than we love our own comfort. That's the kind of group that will see God do amazing things. Not because of any power we have, it's because of His power. And it's not for our glory, it's all for His glory. So what has God done through Imagine? Well, let me give you a quick rundown. From the beginning of this campaign, the primary goal was to expand our ministry by reducing our debt. And I'm happy to say the picture today is very different than it was at the beginning of 2016. I won't get into much detail this morning, but I do want to share a few numbers with you because this is exciting. Before, imagine, our mortgage balance was just under $2.4 million dollars. Now, the total amount given to Imagine so far, as of last week, is $537,602. You take those gifts and combine them with our regular mortgage payments, and as of a few days ago, our balance is down closer to $1.7 million. And there's no question about it, that, that still sounds like a big amount, but let's look at the current situation compared to where we were two years ago. Our monthly mortgage payment before Imagine was $15,345. However, our monthly mortgage payment after Imagine is projected to be $11,517. And that difference means a lot more money will go directly into ministry instead of going to the bank. And then think about what that means over the life of the loan. Over time, our church will save roughly $300,000 in interest because of Imagine. So praise God for that. And if we only look at the financial side of this campaign, we have lots of reasons to celebrate. We've reduced our debt, we've lowered our monthly payment, all while shaving five years off the loan. But I realize, for some of us, it's hard to get excited about numbers, some of us need to see real ministry and real life change before we get excited, and I totally get that. So I want to share the other part of what Imagine has done. Imagine has been a catalyst to expand the spiritual impact we're having as a church. In the months leading up to the start of Imagine, our leadership spent time praying and evaluating everything we do as a church, and we came out of that time with a clearer vision. We already knew our mission, leading people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus, but we developed a better idea of how we would pursue that mission. We decided to focus on three specific expressions of our mission. First was next steps. We will guide everyone we meet to take their next step closer to Jesus. Second is building stronger families with a focus on marriages and the next generation. And then third is transforming communities by reaching out beyond our walls with the compassion of Christ. Plum Creek was completely reorganized around this vision. So today, everything we do falls into one of those three categories. Now, many of you know that Imagine was set up so that 90% of the gifts received would go straight to debt reduction, and then 10% would be used to accomplish short-term ministry goals that match up with this vision. It turns out that because of Imagine, 
a lot of great ministry has taken place over the last two years. There's a complete list of those imagined goals in the handout that you can find at the display in the gathering area, but I'll just hit a few highlights for you. In the area of transformed communities, one of the projects we completed was our weekend of serving, and I'll tell you that we are currently in the planning stages for this event to happen again in the near future. We also ventured into new areas of outreach, and one of those was our partnership with Family Promise, which we talked about last week. Another new ministry is our cancer support team, and that group has a big event coming later this month. In the area of stronger families, we began a new emphasis on building stronger marriages. So we held that big marriage retreat during the first year of Imagine, and that was just the beginning. We will continue this commitment to strengthen marriages. We'll have occasional large events like the retreat or last year's great date night. But we'll also provide resources like a marriage elective that we offered last summer. Now, with our children and our students, that next generation, we launched a series of milestone events that will take place as a child moves from birth to independence. So that's everything from baby dedication to faith conversations to the Defining Purity Retreat. These milestone events happen on a regular basis, and they reinforce the partnership between parents and the church. Now, over under next steps, Imagine allowed us to do several things, like setting up our new church website or our first ever mobile app. We also began a major renovation of this room, and a big part of that renovation was an upgrade to our video projection system. By the way, it's helpful to remember that we don't make these changes because we like things that are new and shiny. This is about helping people take their next step closer to Jesus. It's about helping people feel welcome and communicating clearly and presenting the gospel in the most compelling way we can. And you know, that leads into another thing that's been happening around here. We've been seeing people take their next step. I say it all the time. We all have a next step to take. And whenever anyone takes a step closer to Jesus, that's reason to celebrate. But the biggest celebration happens when we see someone begin a life-changing relationship with Jesus. We love to see someone turn away from an old sinful life and then come to Jesus in faith and surrender everything to him and then be baptized and, and leave that old life behind and begin a brand new life. Over the history of Plum Creek, which goes back over a century, literally hundreds and hundreds of people have been baptized. In March of 2016, leading up to Imagine Commitment Sunday, we approached a hundred people who had been baptized here, and we asked them on that day to walk up to this sign that's immediately behind me now. And each one of those 100 people screwed a light bulb into that sign. And it was a chance to thank God for the life change that's happened here over the years. But there were 200 sockets in that sign, so 100 of them were left empty two years ago. So starting on that day, March 6th, 2016, we began to pray for 100. We prayed to see 100 people baptized into Christ. And then one by one, those baptisms started to happen. Whenever someone is baptized here these days, they get to take a a new light bulb and place it in that sign. 
Over the past two years, it's been amazing to see 71 people baptized through the ministry of Plum Creek. That's definitely more than we had been seeing in previous years. But if you're keeping score, you know we haven't quite filled up this sign yet. So we're going to keep praying for 100. And we're going to keep asking God to fill in those final light bulbs. By the way, if you got baptized and for some reason you never added your light bulb, please come see me. We can take care of that pretty quickly. And, and that may help us fill in a few empty sockets. But I'll tell you what, though. Even after this sign is completely full, we're going to keep praying. As long as we're here, and as long as there's one more person who needs freedom in Christ, we will pray and we will pursue this mission. Now, imagine is one chapter in the Plum Creek story. But after the final offering here in a few minutes, the story will continue. We'll follow wherever God leads us into the future. But today, for right now, we look back and we celebrate everything that He's already done. This is not about us. This is about Jesus. It's about how Jesus changes lives. That's the reality. All of us who belong to Jesus will spend forever praising Him. But for now, though, we're still here. We have this short window of time. We have these few years on this planet. And while we're here, we have the opportunity to let God do something significant through us. So we've looked back a little. We've celebrated what God has already done. But I want to take a few minutes just to look forward. How will God work through Plum Creek in the future? And again, we don't have much time to go into detail here, but I do want to share just a few things. First, I want to go back to that list of Imagine Ministry goals. Now, as of last week, we had reached every goal on this list except for one. If you go to the bottom of page four here, it says the Nepal Project. And I mentioned several weeks ago that we had to make some adjustments to this goal, but I'm so excited about how things have turned out. We are partnering with Disciple Makers International to help plant a new church in the country of Nepal. Just a few days ago, we signed on to sponsor a Nepali church planter named Ramlal Rajbanshi. Now, that's not an easy name to say, so we can just call him Ram. And I'm sure I need to answer a few questions here. Questions like, who is this guy? What exactly is he doing? Uh, why is our church getting involved? And by the way, where is Nepal? So first, here's a map of Nepal. It's uh, definitely on the opposite side of the world from here. Nepal runs along the northern border of India. And you may know this country as the home of the Himalayas and Mount Everest. It's also a country where Christianity is in a very small minority. Most people there are Hindu or Buddhist. Less than 2% are followers of Christ. So that's where our new friend Ram comes in. I want to read a little of Ram's story for you in his own words. So listen to this. Ram says, I have come from a Hindu family background. Growing up, we worshipped many gods and goddesses in our community. I was active in every religious activity, but in my family, there was always poverty and quarreling. There was no peace in the family. 
We were financially poor and didn't have enough food to eat. We were suffering physically and mentally. And we tried a lot to bring changes to the situation, but every effort we made was in vain. We were hopeless. We didn't see any future ahead. But one day, a group of people came to our family with the gospel. They shared the gospel of God and their testimonies about how Jesus helped them and healed them and made them free from the power of darkness. All of our family decided to go to the church, and in the year 2008, I decided to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior and was baptized. Since then, my life is changed. Now, I am training with disciple-makers to be an evangelist, and each day has been wonderful and full of blessings and interesting things to learn. After I complete this training, I will return to my village as a church planter, serving among unreached people groups. Now, this is so cool. Here's a guy we've never met. He has a name that's difficult for Americans to pronounce, but because of our partnership with Disciple Makers and because of the Imagine campaign, we are in a position to adopt Ram as a church planter with an unreached people group. And what that means is, as far as we know, no one has ever taken the gospel to this group of people that Ram will be working with. So Plum Creek gets to, take a, gets to play a role in taking Jesus to a part of the world where his message is completely new. I'm confident that we'll see more and more lives changed by Jesus, just like Ram was changed. And we have a commitment to support Ram and this new church for a period of seven years. That's uh, the pattern that Disciple Makers has been using, and it works very well. At the end of this seven years, this new church should be financially self-sufficient and on their own. Now, thanks to Imagine, the financial part of this commitment is already covered. But we're going to support Ram and his work in other ways as well, through prayer and through a special relationship with our church. Now, to me, this goes back to the passage that we've heard several times today. God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that is at work through us. When Plum Creek started back in the 1800s, who would have imagined that this church in northern Kentucky would have an impact not only in our area, but way over in Nepal and all over the world? But that's what's been happening. And I believe we're only going to see that impact continue to grow. The goal is to follow the pattern of the early church. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus said something to his followers just before he returned to heaven. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So now, that statement is like a roadmap for every local church, and the map shows us where to pursue our mission. First, every church should reach out to your immediate area, to your Jerusalem. For us, that's Campbell County and Pendleton County. Then we need to expand our outreach beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. For us, that widens the circle beyond our community to the greater region around us. But then we don't stop there. 
Because we're also called to take this mission far beyond northern Kentucky to the ends of the earth. Now, we won't and we wouldn't have a direct impact on every country in the world, but we can be strategic about doing ministry in certain faraway places as we have opportunity. So at any given time, I am asking, what are we doing in our Jerusalem? And then what are we doing in Judea and Samaria? And then what are we doing globally? So if you want to know what the future holds for Plum Creek, we know we're called to pursue our mission both locally and globally. Now, I know I've already said this today, but it bears repeating. Because of Imagine, our church is in a much better position to take on new challenges. At our vision night back in November, I laid out specific plans for what we'll be doing here locally. You'll see several things happening in the near future. For example, we're not finished with the renovations in this room and in this building. Next on the agenda is the construction of what we call the Connection Cafe. And that's an area specifically designed to welcome our guests and help them get connected here. That project has already begun. You're also going to see better signage and other improvements that will help people take their next step. And then as we look beyond the immediate future, we have some bigger plans in the works. Right now, we're taking steps to consolidate our campus in one location up here at Plum Creek North. That was the original vision when this building was built, but it's just taken a while for that to become a reality. Now, as I mentioned in November, that means we'll be moving out of Plum Creek South, and we already have that property up for sale. Having everything in one location will be far more efficient and less confusing, but it does mean that eventually we'll need a new multi-purpose building to provide a home for the student ministries and outreach ministries currently happening down at South. And here's a picture of where that building may be located someday, uh, but it's early in the process, so don't hold us to that. Now, if you're interested in hearing about all of this in more detail, you can still go to our website and listen to what we shared back in November. You can just go to plumcreek.org slash vision night 2017. Now, before I wrap this up, I need to mention one more thing. The Imagine campaign is over after today. As of tomorrow, any offering that comes in marked Imagine will go 100% to debt reduction. And that's still very helpful. But what does that mean for a family like mine? We definitely made a sacrifice in order to give to Imagine, but what's next? Do we no longer make a sacrificial gift? Now that the campaign is over, should we give only what we can spare? We know that God called us to be generous, but then how do you actually define what qualifies as generosity? Well, two years ago, I shared a quote from C.S. Lewis. And he said, I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. In other words, if our expenditures on comforts, luxuries, and amusement, etc., is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we're probably giving away too little. And let's be honest, do we struggle with giving away too much? Or do we struggle with keeping too much? It's kind of a tough question, isn't it? So yes, imagine is ending. 
But God has not told us to take a break from generosity. He continues to call us to take steps of faith, to trust Him, to remember that everything we have is not really ours. It's His. So then, how should we be stewards of what God has allowed us to use for a short period of time? Well, over the past two years, I've been praying about something big. Now that Imagine has reduced our debt in a significant way, I've been praying that our church would be in a position to look beyond ourselves, to to reach out and make a difference where we've never been before. Now, I already mentioned the work in Nepal, but like I said, those funds are already covered because of Imagine. But starting today, I want to challenge you to pray about a new opportunity in the slums of Nairobi, Kenya. Now, if you were here last May, you might remember that I took a trip to Nairobi, and what I saw there was heartbreaking on the one hand, but on the other hand, it was incredibly inspiring. And right now, as many of us are completing our commitment to the Imagine campaign, we're going to have the chance to get personally involved in a truly life-changing ministry called Missions of Hope International. If you know much about Jesus... You know that Jesus cares about kids. And when we reach out in the name of Jesus to help children in need, we're following His example. We're aligning our hearts with His heart. Now, I want you to be praying about this because two weeks from now, on March 18th, we're going to tell the story of what God is doing in Nairobi. We're calling this Child Sponsorship Sunday. And every family here will have the opportunity to do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. I've been waiting a long time for this, and I can't tell you how excited I am. Next week, you'll see a big display out in the gathering area, and I encourage you to check that out and pray about how your family might participate with what God is doing in Africa. Remember, when a church is willing to participate with Jesus... That's when we see him do great things by his power for his glory. It doesn't happen when we choose comfort over compassion. It doesn't happen when we choose safety and security over faith. It only happens when we say, Jesus, we're yours. You lead and we'll follow. I'm so excited about the future of Plum Creek, and I hope you are too. Let's pray. Father, as we come to you today, we just want to stop and praise you for who you are. You are so far beyond us. We can't even really picture your greatness and your power and what you are able to do. But I thank you, God, that you have made your, your power available to us through Jesus. You have made grace and salvation and eternal life available to us through Jesus. We're so thankful for that. We're so thankful for all the things that we've seen you do here in the history of Plum Creek, but also in these last two years as as we've been going through this Imagine campaign. God, you are good to us beyond what we deserve, far beyond what we deserve. But I thank you for that, and I pray that we will just continue to see the impact of this church grow as you use us, as you work through us by your spirit, by your power, for your glory.
pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.